You are listening to the audio portion of the QB Power Hour webinar series. The QB Power Hour is a free bi-weekly webinar series for accounting professionals presented by Michelle Long and Dan DeLong, who are very passionate about the industry, QuickBooks, and apps that integrate with QuickBooks. You can find out all the details about the webinar series at qbpowerhour.com. So without further ado, here's Michelle and Dan. Welcome, everybody, to another QB Power Hour. We're very glad to have you joining us today. Today's topic is creating a roadmap to advisory. And it's a very special uh, off-cycle, so we appreciate you um, you all for joining us on, on the confusing portion of <laughs> what week right. are we on, right? We are a week <laughs> early, so very glad to have you all joining us so you can get ready for the holidays next week. So my name is Michelle Long, CPA with the MBA in Entrepreneurship, owner of Long for Success, trainer for Intuit. Uh, love having you guys join us in our Facebook group there. It's a very active group, so click that link and join us. And that's enough about me, Dan. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> yeah. And you know me, I'm Dan at Dan with worked at Intuit for nearly 18 years, co-host of the Power Hour and Workshop Wednesdays, which sometimes I forget what day it is and, <laughs> and say the wrong title. Uh, Schoolbing.com, uh, doing the tech editing for QBO for Dummies, the series, and a top 10 provisor. And Rob is joining us today. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, Michelle and Dan, and thank you for having us. My name is Rob Chandler. Um, I have over 25 years in the fintech space. Started off as an accountant and then went into the technology uh, space, uh, helped accounting professionals move their applications uh, to the cloud. We supported um, over about 18,000 businesses and moving and um, moving them to the cloud and over 1,000 applications. Thought retirement life was for me, but it's all in my blood. And so uh, I co-founded Path by uh, Simplex in 2020 during the pandemic and just really excited about continuing to work with uh, accounting professionals and small businesses. So thanks again for having me. Very glad to have you joining us, Rob. So how many years did you make it in retirement? Two years? Three? (laughs) (laughs) It it was actually, it was was about probably about 18 months and, you know, the wife probably the wife finally said you, you know you're gonna stop looking at the stock market every day and go go find an office and, and do something but uh <laughs> took me about a year to figure out what i wanted to do next but uh yeah no it's retirement life was nice but too young when you have a 15 year old daughter that kind of ties you down so yeah you know well, we're we're very glad that you are back on the scene with us it's it's great having you dan did we want to do some of the admin stuff quick Sure. Yeah. A few few details about the QB Power Hour webinars. Um, every it's every other Tuesday uh, now, except for this time, this Tuesday. Um, so no uh, no webinar next week, uh, which would be our normally normal scheduled time. So enjoy the holidays with your family, and uh, and then we'll we'll kick up. Um, we'll resume. There we go. That's the word I was looking. For. We'll resume <laughs> our our normal biweekly uh, Tuesday on the fourth of. 20 uh, January 2022 already um, we'll, we'll be we'll be kicking off the, the new year with works with QuickBooks yeah right <laughs> talking about the good bad ugly and with uh, accounting integrations we always hear that phrase of uh, apps and, and things that work with QuickBooks but really when it comes down to it what does it actually what does that actually mean we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that um, and then Rob's going to join us again on the on the 18th coming back for path part two. <laughs> so today is actually gonna be um, just really a conversation about, about advisory, 
Um, you know, we're, Path has, has joined us for a couple of webinars before uh, where they've gone into a little deep dive of their of their their solution. But we really want to take a step back because um, and talk about you know the word advisory and and what that really means and, and creating a little bit more clarity about what the what advisory services are and what advice what advisory means to accounting and bookkeeping professionals. Um, and then we'll uh, st start in uh, February with leveraging partnerships. So that's really what's coming up. Uh, you have the uh, resources there. So we've created just a one-stop shop on the on the QB Power Hour website. It's qbpowerhour.com slash resources. So all of our podcasts, the PDFs of the slides, um, other resources are available there. Uh, just one place to go now. <laughs> so, you <don't, laughs> so you don't have to click here, do that. You can just have a launch, launch pad. Uh, so a little bit of housekeeping. If you have specific questions about the topics that we're, we're talking about today, throw those in the Q&A portion. You can click that Q&A option. That allows us to, um, to address those as they come up. Because as I can see in the chat, if you have comments, they're just kind of scrolling by and sometimes they get, they get lost. So if you have a specific, uh, specific comment or a specific question about the topics that we're talking about today, throw it in the Q&A. If you have a Hey, welcome or uh, hello from Seattle. As Keith said, <laughs> you can uh, you can throw that in the comments. Uh, and of course, there are links uh, for the for the for all the handouts. Of course, you can do that on the uh, the resources page on the QB Power Hour website. So we're going to talk a little bit about the, an overview today of the advisory services. So really, we're just going to have a, a conversation with Rob about uh, some of the things that he's um, discovered over the past year with, uh, you know, his communications or, or inter interviews or interrogations. I don't know what, what, what would you call it? Uh, what would you call it, Rob, uh, uh, of, of how you've, you know, talked to and worked with accountants over the last, you know, 18 months or so, or in, in, in 2021? I would just say it's, you know, discovery with a brand new product to the marketplace. It's, it's, you know, getting to know the accounting firms, and the pain points. We've probably spoken over to 500 accounting professionals uh, since January of 2021 and got to learn a lot about them um, and, and just learn how they're doing businesses, what technology stacks they're working with, their pain points that they're facing, things that they're really trying to understand to do a better job. Um, and that's um, been some very interesting conversations. And then Michelle, like you, you have you have been beating the drum of advisory <laughs> uh, for for many years. I mean, when did that start for for you? As far as um, you know, some of the classes that you've done at the, the major accounting firms or accounting uh, conferences. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. You know, Dan, I've been doing it for quite some time, and I think like if y'all go back to the YouTube channel and look up. Um, financial ratios and financial performance, you know, I think it's probably five, seven years ago, I did a couple of webinars on understanding some of the key financial ratios, like the profitability ratios, liquidity and leverage ratios. So it was a two-part webinar where we talked about understanding these ratios, you know, because 
what it is is you know a lot of a, a lot of people who are bookkeepers or you know accountants they may or may not have ever learned about the ratios and stuff in in high school or in college so they don't understand kind of when we're talking about key performance indicators and advisory services and ratio analysis they didn't understand so i covered some of those basics 5 7 years ago um, and even if you had it in accounting you, you you may not be using it and you forget about it because so many of us get so busy just doing the compliance work and then everybody's talking about advisory and so many people are like, well, what does that really mean? And can I do advisory? How do I start doing advisory? What is advisory? And so, you know, we have been talking about it for quite a while, but I think now with the automation and all the changes in technology, it's really becoming apparent to everybody we've got to change our practice and our services for these clients because everything's getting automated. And with AI as well coming, you know, the compliance work is not where it's at anymore. It is advisory. So I, I thought this was great. You know, we were talking with Rob about how we need to kind of help people kind of hold their hand to make the transition sometime and help them to kind of understand what they need to do to transition this to for their firm. So I'm really glad Rob's joining us for this series of webinars because we'll continue the discussion um, in January. So we're going to talk about some of the pain points about accounting firms and we'll have uh, numerous poll questions, you know, throughout the uh, throughout the webinar today. Uh, and really talk uh, about the distinction between client, client accounting services and advisory services. And I think uh, that's going to be probably our, our big takeaway today. Um, and, you know, from, from my perspective, you know, advisory has kind of been this buzzword that's kind of thrown out, um, you know, throughout there and, and really just getting a, <clears throat> some clarity about what that, what that word really means. I think that's, that's going to be a great takeaway from today. Then we'll talk about some uh, client expectations with advisory service and how you communicate them and, and, and some tools and, and really just some um, coming attractions of what's coming, <laughs> what's coming in, in January. So I'm actually going to stop sharing the, the presentation because really what we want to focus on today is, is just having a, a, a candid conversation about, uh, about advisory. So we'll first uh, launch off a, a first poll. It's a multiple multiple choice, right? So you can choose as many, <laughs> as many of these services as, as you, as you like, like what kind of services do you provide to your clients? You know, is it bookkeeping services or tax prep or financial planning or all of the above? Yes. And for a lot of them, it is all of the above. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but, you know, I think it's interesting too, how sometimes the names and terminology keeps changing. Like, I don't even remember how long CAS has been around, but, you know, that all of a sudden became the buzzword and stuff. And, a lot of people were like, wait, what's that mean? Do I do that? You know, so you got to kind of keep up with some of the changing names and stuff. So for those of you that aren't familiar, CAS is the Client Advisory Services. Um, so the basic now, is that something that you services. learn and is that something that you learn about in, in like CPA school? No, <laughs> in college. And that's the thing. And I don't know, because I've been out of college for too many years to remember. You know what CPA stands for, right? couldn't pass again. <laughs> so I forgot what I learned then. But anyway, in school, you learn all the basics about accounting and the gap rules and all this stuff, but they don't teach you 
about running your firm or having your own practice or dealing with clients and things like that. Um, so these are things that you learn once you get out in the real world. And if you're like me, you know, I went to work for some of the big firms back then. It was a big eight quit and started my own practice. And I quickly learned how much I didn't know. You know, you go to school, you learn how to accrue payroll. I had no idea how to process payroll. I had, you know, I knew how to accrue sales taxes. I didn't know how to do a sales tax return. So you quickly learn the devil's in the details. And there's a lot that you did not learn (laughs) in school. And I think that's why today's topic is so great for so many people. You know, how do we change and start providing advisory services? And what is it? And what's it look like? And so I'm very glad we got Rob on here. I think it's a great topic for everybody. I'm going to go ahead and end the poll here. And George share. says that CPAs are a certified pain in the... <clears throat> now, George, <laughs> you sound like my kids or my husband telling me I'm a pain. <laughs> no, sorry, yeah, just look, kidding. Looks like we have a lot of uh, all of the above uh, in, the, in the services that are offered. Uh, Rob, what did you... Um, what have you discovered over, over the course of the last year working with uh, with accounting firms? You're muted. That's what I'm just <laughs> No, I'm muted. Um, you know, it's one of those things that's, that's interesting, especially looking at the, you know, the poll results. Um, you know, you got bookkeeping services, you got tax prep, you got advisory services, financial planning, QuickBooks consulting, and then CFO services. It's like all the, I feel like it's everything, you know, in the, in the in the jelly bean jars, right? We're jack of all trades. And so I, I think it's one of those things. It's really to, you know, one of the challenges that I'm seeing with accounting professionals today is how do we separate client accounting services and advisory services? And, you know, one of the things, the challenges that they uh, they they struggle with is how do I separate that from a pricing model? And, you know, I know we're wanting to discuss that. And, one of the things I wanted to ask Michelle was, what is your definition of client accounting services versus um, advisory services? I think that's the first thing that we want to kind of discuss. And then from there, we take it, you know, how do we separate our charges? And, you know, when those questions do arise, how do we let the client know that we're transitioning from that client accounting services, advisory services, and there's going to be an additional charge? Or how do we put that in a package of services. So I'd love to, you know, have a discussion around that. But Michelle, I'd love to hear um, your definitions of those two. Yeah, and my definitions is key there because you can go out and Google and you'll get a lot of different people <laughs> defining it differently. But an easy way to think of it is your your compliance work, your client accounting services is basically getting the transactions recorded. You know, doing the bank feeds, the bank rules, getting the transactions reported or recorded. So then you have your financial reports, not advising on what the results show or the trends show or anything else, but just here's your transactions recorded, here's your sales taxes filed, your payroll taxes filed, just the basics for compliance work. And this is where, Rob, like you were saying, clearly identifying and pricing separately, I got into the same mistake that I think a lot of us accounting professionals do. And I'll give you a good example of this to where I didn't clearly delineate or differentiate 
between the basic bookkeeping services or client advisory services and the advisory. So I had this client, he had a couple of sandwich shops and this was a number of years ago. Anyway, I noticed that their gross profit margin was declining. So I went in to drop things off and pick up the bills. This was in the old days when I couldn't do it all electronically. Um, so I would go by and I'd say, hey, Charlie, you know, we need to talk about something on your financials that's concerning. Oh, I'm busy. You know, the freezer broke today and I got to fix that. So he wouldn't talk to me. Then the next month rolls around because you're always behind in the olden days. You know, you're always looking retroactively at things, whereas now we can almost get um up to date, real time. But anyway, so the next month comes, I'm like, Charlie, I really need to talk to you. Your gross profit margin is declining. Something's going on. We need to figure it out. Oh, I'm busy. So-and-so called in sick today and I got to get somebody else. So it took me months before he would listen to me and sit down and talk to me. And I said, you know, this gross profit margin is declining. He's like, what's that mean? Well, either your sales, because there's two numbers that make up gross profit margin, sales and cost of consult, either sales are too low. Maybe the kids work in the register or the line. Maybe they're not reading up, uh, ringing up all the sales. Maybe they're giving their buddies super size and they're ringing it up as a kid's meal. Um, you know, who knows what's going on, but sales could be too low or your costs are too high. Are they making things wrong and wasting food? Maybe we need more training. Are they, um, is the cost of your food gone up? Maybe we need to increase our prices. But talking through this with him and telling him, you know, you've got to look for these two things to figure out what's going on. He finally started paying attention and realized he had two boys taking cases of meat out the back door. That's why his food cost was going high. And he said, oh, my God, this has been going on six months or more. I wish I would have listened to you sooner. But he didn't. And that was my fault because I didn't differentiate between the basic bookkeeping and the advisory. He looked at me, even though I'm a CPA, he looked at me as just the bookkeeper. Leave the reports there. You, you know, doesn't matter. I got to do this for tax purposes. He didn't give any weight or value to the advice that I had to offer him. And so that's where if we can learn basic bookkeeping, you don't give them any advice. You don't tell them that you see sales are increasing in this particular product. This product's more profitable than your other items, or you need to you know, watch this, your know, small tools expenses increasing or helping them with budgeting and forecasting, or you don't do any of those things that our clients really need from us. So I think a good idea, Rob, and there's different ways to do this. I think you need to say, look, you get the basic bookkeeping or you also get insight into your financials and your results on a regular basis. And how that works for you can be different. It might be monitoring some key ratios with something like PATH and providing them a report. Hey, this is what's going on this month. It might be you know, having a meeting with them once a month to go over the results or once a quarter, you know, you can have different ways that you're communicating with the client. But one thing I think is important is that you're constantly monitoring those ratios for them. And that's where, you know, Rob's got path to help to do some of that for us um, to provide that value for our clients so that they look at us and appreciate the advice that we're giving to them and the impact that we can make on their business. I think, Michelle, you said something that very very important there is what does the business owner really need? You know, what yeah. does that business owner want? And, you know, speaking to th this last past year, we spoke to over 200 businesses and what we've seen in the <clears throat> industry. And we ask these questions is, you know, are you happy with your, your accountant? And we hear the answers. No. And we start to really unpack that. We hear things like, well, you know, yes, 
the bottom line numbers are important. Yes, you know, knowing if I'm making money or losing money and how much money am I, you know, do I have to pay to the state and federal, you know, governments. But really what's important to me is I'm trying to accomplish goals in my business. I'm trying to do that succession planning and, and you know, create wealth for my family. And that's really where I need help from my accounting professional. And when I find out they make changes, that's the reason why they're making change. They're not, they're not making changes over client accounting services because I think accounting professionals are doing a very good job of providing that. They're making changes because they're looking for those professionals out there that's going to help them. Like you just you just described as where is that missing money? What what's yeah. happening with my business? Why am I not being successful? You know, I have a million dollars in revenues, but at the end of the day, it's not in my bank account. Where is it sitting? It might be sitting in the right. inventory, it might be sitting in theft. So I, I think that's really important what you're what you're saying. And you know, one of the things that I recommend doing is when you obtain a new client, if you haven't done if you haven't done this yet, maybe with their current clients, is really separate your different types of services. Is first take an inventory of what you're offering and client accounting services. And advisory services are completely different. They need to be charged completely different. And whether you put those in a bundle package, you definitely need to explain to the client what's the difference in those two services. And and Rob, that's a very good point. Hi, Don. I see Don Bobbitt's on here. Uh, I know him from way back um, from the AIPB group. Rob, you probably remember AIPB. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, so Don asks, accounting is analysis, advice, budgeting, and planning. And you're right. Accounting includes all of those things. But like Rob just said, when we're communicating with our clients, we need to show them Here's your base compliance services. Here's your um, advice, your budgeting, and your planning, because we should be helping them with budgeting and planning, especially now more than ever with all the uncertainties that we've seen over the past year and a half, two years going on um, with closed downs, mandates, open up, closed down again. I mean, there's the most uncertainty we have ever seen, I think, in a lot of our lifetimes to be able to plan for this kind of stuff. But that's where we truly can help them do different what if scenarios so that they can plan for the future. What if this happens? What if we get closed down again? What if we can't hire enough people? You know, helping them go through some different planning scenarios and stuff. But like Rob just said, we need to communicate and differentiate that differently. Because when you're doing budgeting and planning, and forecasting and things like that, you need the input of the client. It's something that you're collaborative working on them with your knowledge of how to do budgeting, planning, and forecasting and everything with the client's knowledge of their business. And that's where you two are collaborating together. It's a much higher value-added service than doing the bank recs and and the basic bookkeeping each month. So I like what Rob just mentioned. uh, you, You price each one separately, and then they value and listen to you and give you the attention and the time you need when you're doing the advisory services or the planning and budgeting and things like that. So I agree with Rob, a lot of these accounting professionals now are putting it in a, in a package where these are your basic services and this is the additional value add on there. Um, but I think that's a great way for doing it with our clients. How do you how do you um, stop them from like how do you stop from giving it away? Because that that's always my problem, <laughs> you know. Like, uh, I'm sorry, you you know this this is compliance stuff, and and <laughs> and maybe if you didn't uh, 
list that out as far as, okay, this is, this is the scope of my service. Um, you know, what does this mean? You're right. I mean, this is, yeah. this is and where you, how, how do you, how do you stop them from like, well, wait a minute, that's more advisory. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and Dan, that's a challenge that a lot of us face. We do give it away for free. And so one of the things that I started doing, and I think, you know, other people could as well, and I'm sure Rob has an idea. When when you see something, I still like to say something. Hey, you know, did your gross, you know, your gross profit margins going down, you might pay attention to that. Or, you know, your your most profitable item is this, you know, just didn't know if you were aware of that. You might drop a line here or there, (laughs) drop a tip here or there, but don't tell them everything. Okay. You got a deteriorating gross profit margin. What's that mean? Well, you know what, if we sign you up for this, we can sit down, we can talk about it. We can have a meeting about it. We can monitor, we can analyze, you know, so by mentioning or dropping something here or there, you kind of give them a little taste without giving it all away. But so many of us, I used to do this all the time. I would just give it away. I would just give them all this advice and half the time they weren't listening to me. And that was part of my frustration working with clients was when they weren't listening to me until I realized part of the problem was my problem. I wasn't, I wasn't, they didn't value it because I wasn't valuing it and separating it out. So, I mean, Rob, Marie said the exact same thing is it's so hard to give just the tip. I like what I like, what, what I like and what I recommend is address it in two parts. Number one, your engagement letter. But I I think this is one thing that I highly recommend is set two dates with your clients. For example, I'm going to deliver the financial reports by, by the 10th or 12th of each month. And then we are going to discuss the financial reports and the, the key KPI metrics and those type of things um, on the 18th of the month. So that kind of separates it. You now are delivering client accounting services on the 10th or 12th. You're having that advisory conversation around the 18th. And you're at that time, you're bringing um, certain things to the table. You know, one of the things that we're going to be developing and showing you um, in in January and rolling out is what we call a business insight report. And that's a great you know, tool that you can utilize to take that, you know, and, and summarize the important, uh, important part. In fact, I was working with an accounting firm and a um, business owner regarding that. And what the business owner likes right now is they don't even really pay attention to their financial reports. What they really pay attention to is that ba- uh, that business insight report, because that's the important items. It's the temperature of how the business is performing. So that's one thing I recommend is separate client accounting services with a date and then set that meeting with the client around advisory services. Yeah. And I think we talked about it yesterday that, you know, big distinction is, you know, just like driving, you know, is what you're doing the rearview mirror or is it the windshield? Right. Like if you're looking forward of, as far as which direction you're going, no, not to use a pun of a path that you're headed, <laughs> that's that's where advisory comes in. You know, here's the tea leaves. What does it mean? Right. And that's and that's that's the advisory portion. But where have you been? What have you done? That's the rearview mirror. And that's that's a kind of the distinction along with the date. Right. No, definitely. That's that's a very good point, Dan. So let's uh, let's launch our next uh, poll. Is what are your pain points in your firm? Uh, again, this is a this is a multi. There, there could be a lot of pain. 
<laughs> so, uh, you know, what are your, what are your pain points? Is it marketing or sales? I mean, cause to, to Michelle's point, these are the things they don't teach you in <laughs> when you go to school, you know, <clears throat> everything, right. I mean, you learn how to do the task or the, the job of being a psychologist or a doctor or a lawyer, but they never tell you, how do you run this biz- business? How do you deal with clients? Um, you know, so, so those types of things. Um, Michelle, Michelle was talking about uh, what's a good starting point while we're, while we're um, so, you know, answering. So, okay. So Dan, I, I was just looking that up and I don't know if you guys heard all that craziness when I clicked on that. I apologize if you did. Um, I, I just gave her a link. Okay. So she's asking, you know, what are some key ratios to get started with important across all business types? And that's your basic financial ratios, the profitability ratios, like your gross profit margin, your net profit margin, things like that. Then you have liquidity, your current ratio, your quick ratio, your days in accounts receivable, the AR turnover and inventory turnover. You also then have leverage ratios with debt to equity ratios and things like that. Those are the basic financial ratios that will apply to all of your clients. And if they have a loan from the bank, they probably have loan covenants that which require them that their debt to equity ratio, let's say, doesn't exceed two or their current asset ratio has to always be one or greater. So those are some basic financial ratios that you could be monitoring for them using a tool like PATH to make sure they stay in compliance with their key perform with their um loan covenant. So I just put the link to the profitability um, webinar. I think I did out there. (laughs) Anyway, if you go back and look on my YouTube channel for the profitability ratios, liquidity and leverage ratios, I did two webinars on those a number of years, years ago, but those have not changed. And then you get into industry specifics um, where you can get into different things. And that's one of the things that I loved about PATH. Let's say it's a retail store and you want to monitor sales by square foot because that's important in the retail industry. With, with PATH, you can put in there the square footage. It will pull the information from QuickBooks on your sales. You've got keyed in there your square footage and it can calculate that ratio for you so you can monitor it along with all the other financial ratios. So that's one of the things that I think is super cool about PATH is being able to create your own ratios that are important for that particular business there. I want to just piggyback on something that Michelle said, you know, regarding our PATH software. Um, When you become a client and we have a special offer for everybody that joined us today, but if you'd like to know more or get a demo of that, um, you can visit our website, which is Path by Simplex. But we have about those standard um, KPIs and metrics that Michelle was speaking about. That that is already loaded in in the Path software. And once you you connect your uh, QuickBooks file, as long as the chart of accounts is mapped uh, correctly, which we can assist you with, it will pull those um, metrics right in. And the great thing about that is you don't have to export, you know, those financial reports to Excel and do those calculations. As the accounting software is being updated, those KPIs are being updated in real time. And like Michelle said, uh, you know, per the industries, that's where you can go in there and, um, you know, create those um, KPIs. And those are memorized too, where you don't have to create those again. Um, and that's, you know, really important. You know, I talk to businesses and accounting professionals all the time, and I get asked this question. I'd love to hear Michelle's take on this is how many KPIs 
um, does a business need to be monitoring on a uh, on a you know a monthly basis? I always say three to seven, and if you just keep it simple, and just say three on a quarterly basis, that's twelve different KPIs that that business is going to be looking at on a year year basis. And I think that's a great place to start is teaching those business owners um, and accounting professionals to say, these are the, the important metrics of the business. This is what you need to monitor. Because if you monitor those, most likely there's a good good, good chance that the business is going to be successful if those, those um, percentages are in alignment. But Michelle, I say three to seven. Is that what you would say along that same line? Yeah, that's that's right along the same lines that that I was thinking because you you need to talk with the client and you need to look at their industry to determine what is the top two or three things that make an impact on that business. You know, for example, inventory turnover, that's important from a financial standpoint, you know, because if you got a lot of inventory on hand that's not turning over, that ties up your cash and it's not efficient and all that. But that's not going to usually that alone isn't a key driver of your business. Whereas sales per square foot, you got to keep those sales per square foot up, up to a certain point to be breaking even, even every month. And to be more profitable, you need to be increasing that ratio more. So it is more important in my opinion than inventory turnover a lot of times. Now, maybe not Mm -hmm. always because inventory turnover is tied with sales. I realize that. I'm just trying to give an off the cuff example of identifying what really are the key ratios for a company. Gross profit margin a lot of time is because if they're not pricing their products or services right, like when you take what's the cost and then they mark it up, if you don't have enough markup and enough profit at the gross profit margin, you're not going to cover all the other overhead expenses and all the other taxes and all the other expenses if it's not priced properly. properly. So that's one that's really important as well. And with the way the costs are changing and increasing right now, monitoring those gross profit margins is more important than ever um, with inflation and the rising cost of shipping and gas and everything else right now. If that's key, they need to know if the prices are going up and this, pro- this item, this product, product, product or service item is no longer profitable, maybe I need to quit doing that. You know, Mm -hmm. so those things that are the most key to their business. Now, what I would suggest, Rob, is let's say we identify the three that are most critical. Those are the ones that I'm like you said, I'm going to educate the client, talk to the client about what impacts that number and making it go up and down and things like that. I may have them keyed in on three key ratios while I continue to monitor all seven ratios. You know, in the back end, I would still be paying attention to some of the turnovers, the liquidity ratio, the current ratio, some of the other things that I will monitor to identify if there's any problems. But for the client focus, I agree. Just, you know, you don't want to overdo it with the client. So I think the two or three top ones for them to be aware of while you monitor the others in the background. And I think that's comforting to the client to say, hey, these are the most critical. You understand those and I'll help you. But I'll go ahead and keep an eye on the rest of this. You don't have to worry about it. You got me on your side. You know, I think that provides a comfort to them. No, I think that makes good sense. Because like you said, if you're catching some of those things on the back end that the client might not be seeing, you're, you're bringing that to um, their attention. You know, one of the things that you said, what have I, we've heard from the industry? And, you know, this is another question that we've heard from the industry. Um, and Dan, I'm going to point to slide 14 here for a second is 
when I'm starting client advisory services, you know, what question, where do I start? What questions do I ask my client? And, you know, I love to, you know, hear from Michelle, you know, you've done a really good job around advisory services. Where, where, where do you kind of basically start, you know, when it comes to what questions do you ask your client when it comes to advisory services? My favorite one. Well, first of all, when we are talking with the clients about things like this, they love when we ask them these kind of questions. One of the things that's the hardest thing for us to do is to zip it, to ask the question and then shut up. Listen, ask open-ended questions. We are not offering advice at this point. We're not selling solutions or anything like that. We just want to listen. It's like a therapy session for your (laughs) client. Okay. So the therapist listens and takes notes, right? So what can can you pause? Can I say, (laughs) can I say preach it sister? Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. (laughs) What keeps you up at night? What is it you're worried about? What are you losing sleep over? You know, why do you worry about it? You know, maybe it's payroll taxes, paying the payroll, increasing, whatever. Well, why is that a concern to you? Why do you think it's doing bad? What do you, you know, what do you think you need to be doing? Asking all of these open-ended questions and the most important one, what keeps you up at night? Mm -hmm. What do you wish was different? Is it operations? Is it your knowledge? You know, what do you wish was different about your operations? What do you wish was different about the information you have or the understanding that you have about your business? What do you wish you could do or know that you don't know now? You know, asking some of these, you know, open-ended questions. And another one that's really good, tell me what your business looks like three years from today. What do you envision three years from today, you know, from, from the operations, from sales, from employees, you know, everything, because that helps you with planning and budgeting. Okay. Let's start making goals and let's start working back from three years. How are we going to get you there? So these open-ended questions also help you then turn that into the talk about advisory services. You know, if this is where you want to be in three years, here's what we can do to start you know, making goals, getting you there so that you can accomplish the goal you want. We're your partner in this journey to help you achieve that goal. So, I mean, that's a few kind of things. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, coming I, off the soapbox. <laughs> yeah, what I what I, I loved. Could, to, I could go on forever. Sorry. <laughs> no, what I loved what you said there was right out out of your mouth was listen. And I think, as you being that accounting professional, you know. Um, uh, you know, put your head down. In fact, here's my notebook right here, you know, and just start taking notes as that, because cl- that client will, that client will speak for probably about 20 minutes. Yeah. And then, you know, just sit there and take, take notes because like you said, it is therapy because honestly, that's what the business owner wants. I mean, Dan, you're a business owner. You're a business owner. We're all business owners. What do we want? We want financial success. And how are we going to get there? And what are those important important things? And I think, you know, what you just basically said there is just listen. And, you know, my second part is put your head down and sit there and take notes. Because you know what? That client's going to see that you're taking notes and they're going to say, this is, a, this is the type of an advisor that I want. I want an advisor that's going to sit there and listen to what I have to say and then go out there and help me accomplish it. And, you know, Rob, the other thing that I think is so important on this is, I mean, I feel like this initial meeting, especially talking about this stuff, is so important. 
I would do this one hour meeting free, not looking through yeah. their books for all the mistakes that they have in QuickBooks and how I'm going to clean it up and stuff. But this discussion with the business owner for 30 minutes to an hour, I suggest an hour because like Rob says, once they get talking and they realize you are listening and not only listening, but understanding Think about it. They have the weight of this business on their shoulders, especially right now with prices increasing. They can't get employees. I mean, now more than ever, they need somebody to talk to about that. Their spouse may not understand. Their family might understand. Other employees don't get it because they're not the owner. The weight of the, sh- the world is on their shoulders with this. So being able to unload and be- feel like you've got somebody who's going to help you weather the storm and to get through this, it's an immediate you know, it's a big relief. And so I feel so strongly that this is the type of meeting I would do a free one hour consultation because I'm going to now get more work out of this. I'm going to help them do some planning and budgeting. I'm going to help them with their their financial analysis and KPIs and things like this. It's going to lead to more work for me. So for me, that's a good investment of my time. You know, so obviously it would be great if your client will pay you for that. But some of these reluctant clients, they don't see the value until you do it, mm-hmm. until you start talking to them. And, uh, and that can really change their perspective on things. One of the things that I want to um, just kind of point out there is, you know, you mentioned talking, asking the open-ended questions and uh, as opposed to a closed-ended question. So a closed-ended question is a yes or no response, right? So like, yeah. does this, is this important to you? Yes or no, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's not the kind of thought-provoking question that puts the uh, the emphasis on on the on the person answering the question right and what that ultimately does is is they're building the value your value by answering those questions and, and needing to really take a moment and and really ponder what what is important to me and you know to your guys's point you know taking the notes they can see okay this person is actually listening <laughs> yeah to to me and and is partially invested in in coming up with an answer uh which isn't a sure answer you know it's a it's always a i have a quick question right but it's also <laughs> it, it ends up being you know the answer is is hours and hours and hours of of work behind the scenes yeah and then one of the things that you can do is summarize after you've done the listening and taken the notes to summarize and repeat back what you heard to making sure that you've captured everything because because yes. they're going to say yes. And then what's the next great next, next question. Let great. Let's get started. It's you don't even really have to sell your products and services. You have now just heard from your client of what they want. Yeah. They've revealed everything that they want. They've came to you to solve those problems because like you said, it's therapy, right? They're getting that off their shoulders because they want help. If they didn't want help, they wouldn't open up. And so Honestly, in our industry, we really shouldn't, we really don't have to really sell our services. We just have to walk them through a process, which we're going to be yes. talking about more. And you know, Rob, that's so smart that, that I agree with you totally what you just said about repeat back to them what they just said. So, you know, I understand, you know, you said, you know, you're not sleeping because you're worried about this, that, and the other. And, you know, do I understand that right? Is there more? And usually, mm-hmm. Once you get them going, if you repeat it back and say, you know, can you think of anything else? Is there more? Or they do. And there goes another 20 minute answer from them. So you get more details from it because once you open 
the door and they start talking about these things like like Dan said it can go on for quite some time you know several hours starts coming out from a quick question <laughs> um, but that information is gold for us it is very valuable information because like Rob said they just told you what they want you to do and they just mm-hmm. sold themselves on the services because they've said that you know this is beneficial for them and everything. So our job then, like you said, Rob, is finish up with a letter and here's what we can start doing tomorrow as soon as we get your approval. You know, that's a, and that's our value proposition. We're going to help them unstring that ball that they brought into the meeting and separate what's important and what's not. Yeah, uh, all absolutely great stuff. No doubt. Yeah. So let's uh, let's let's keep pressing on here because <laughs> we have so many other things here. Um, so let's ask the next poll question. Um, how many of your clients use QuickBooks Online? So you say a range of, you know, in fives up until, you know, tens. Um, and I think going back to the last, I think the biggest uh, pain that that a lot of people had um you know, the majority of, of, you know, we had a lot of pains, but we, we, the biggest one was pricing. And, um, you know, Don asked the question, you know, if I have a client that needs only accounting services, is it best to do that on an hourly or part of flat fee? What do you guys think? So Michelle, I have an answer. I know you probably have an answer. We Hopefully we have maybe two different answers there. Cause I think given our listeners some choices, but I'll let Michelle start there. I don't think hourly is good for anything much at all anymore. And I've had people say, well, what about all this catch up work? You know, 18 mm-hmm. months of work. You know what? You get 18 months of transactions from the bank and the credit card company. You pop it into QBO by importing it. You set up bank rules and you go through and you process a year and a half of data in a fraction of the time of what it used to be. Why on earth would you want to price hourly for that? You know, um, so very rarely do I want anything to be hourly anymore. You need to look at the value for the client. What's it worth to them to achieve their goal in three years from now? What's it worth to them to sleep better at night? You know, so it's not about the time involved. It's also about your knowledge and your expertise from your years of dealing with clients and working with clients and being able to help these clients, they're paying for that knowledge and expertise. When I go to a lawyer to fix my parking ticket, I haven't had any lately, knock on wood. (laughs) (laughs) And I pay $500 for him to do something that takes him maybe 10 minutes to fix my parking ticket. The $500 was not for actually fixing the parking ticket. It was for law school, it's for his law degree, it's for his, his continuing education credits for all these years and his knowledge and expertise for all these years. So even on the small stuff, there's value in there. You know what yep. I mean? Um, so anyway, I just, I don't, don't really like hourly for much of anything anymore. Yeah. And, the, and, and one of the comments in the, in the chat is, or it, it's, it's really just the, the pricing will de- depend on the client's perceived value of that. You know, so like when you said, how much, how much is it worth to sleep? You know, exactly. <laughs> until you until you get that uncovered, you wouldn't even know that they are having trouble sleeping. Yeah. And, you know, here here's another story. And this goes from way back when I had been on site at a client teaching the new bookkeeper how to do all the job costing for this construction client, how to do payroll and how to do this, that and the other. I had told the owner and the bookkeeper that I was going to be out of town the following week for spring break. We're going on a ski trip. 
Well, so Friday afternoon, I'm like, okay, thanks. You know, bye. I'll see you. I'll get in touch with you when we get back, you know, after the ski trip. And the, the owner was like, what? You're not going to be here next week? I said, no, I've told you all along. Next week is ski- spring break. We're going on a ski trip. But what if she has questions? What if she needs you? I was like, well, I'm sorry. She can write her questions down like I talked about with her, and I'll help her when I get back. No, 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 no. You have to be available. He wanted that insurance. You have to be available if she has questions. And he, he finally he says, you know, doctors are on call. Can't you be on call? And this was back in the day when I still skied. And I, he says, you know, if she calls you, you call her right back. I'm like, have you ever been skiing? You get on these lifts. You're way high up on the mountain. You got a helmet and goggles on. You got gloves on all this. My phone starts ringing. If I go to answer my phone and it falls off the lift, it's in the snow and I won't cover, recover it until springtime. And then it's not going to work. So I cannot call her right back. He's like, okay, well, you can call her back, you know, within an hour. And I was like, well, I don't know. It's my family time. And he's like, I'll pay you a thousand dollars plus your normal rates to be on call. I was like, okay, done. <laughs> because those kids need to stop for hot cocoa breaks and I get tired and need to go in and warm up once in a while. So if she calls, I could, I could take a break. I could do that for a thousand extra dollars. You know how many times she called? Like only once or twice, but it made me realize that he valued that so much. It's like insurance for him. He just wanted to know I was there. I would have been a fool to say, no, I'll take your money. You want to give it to me? I'll take it. (laughs) You know, it was very valuable to him. And we see people deciding on value every single day now. You see people choosing when they go on a cruise ship. Do they want a balcony or not? Do they want an upper level or not? Do they want the middle of the boat or the back of the boat? Same thing with airline planes. People will decide what they want and what they value and what they're willing to pay for. And that's where we can create different buckets of value services for our clients. Do you want a one-on-one meeting with me every week, every month? every quarter, you know, if it's really valuable to them, they may want to meet with you every week. If that's value for them, you know, I'll do it if that's what they really want and are willing to pay for. So you decide what you're willing to do and provide for that client, give them the choices on what level of comfort they want, weekly, monthly, quarterly, you know what I mean? So it's all about though, that value for the client, in my opinion. I like that, Michelle. Yeah. I like how I like how Michelle said three choices there. I think that's you know pretty important is just not putting them in that box, but giving them flexibility. Like when you go on the cruise ship, you get you know three or yes. four different options. First, do you want a balcony? Yes or no? Okay, where do you want to be in the ship? Do you want the the mid, the after, in the middle? You know, what I mean, people like choices, and I think as we're offering a client accounting services and advisory services we can do the same thing. Like how often would you like us to to meet with you? And I think those are good, very good ideas. And it's important if you can to have three choices. That's proven Mm -hmm. in research and studies. You can Google the magic of three. Most of the time they pick the middle choice. So just keep that in mind. Um, But you know, you, you need to try to come up with three choices if you can. It's no, no surprise. Things are small, medium and large. um, And that you get three choices on a lot of different things. So keep that in mind. Oh, definitely. Now, Rob, you've been. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit about the the future of 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 what you're what you're doing, because uh, we're we're coming up on the top of the hour already, and we haven't even <laughs> <laughs> talked about uh, what, what what you guys are doing. You, you you've prepared like an ebook. 
uh, for, yeah. for helping. Yeah. People. So we, if you visit our website today, you can download our ebook, which is the effective um, communication with clients. We spoke a little bit about that, but we are currently very active and we're going to be rolling out in January, what we call the playbook to advisory uh, services. And so um, that's something that we're really excited about. Um, this is going to be the templates. So if you're looking to, to offer advisory services, we're going to provide you those important templates, that roadmap, those conversations. How do I go about pricing uh, the, the, the services? And then from there, we're going to be in, in the playbook is going to be building the roadmap of advisory services. Um, and so that's, again, going to be information. So when clients basically ask, you know, questions, this is how I'm going to re, the, re, respond. And then, you know, after we have those important conversations with the clients and we've listened and then taking all that and implementing um, advisory services and the implementation, because we we believe that that's going to be very uh, important. And you're, the nice thing about this is you're going to be the, able to do that right inside um, our software uh, path uh, by Simplex. And so um, that's something, you know, we're going to show you and give you, uh, you know, videos on. Um, and then the other thing that you're going to be able to obtain is a certification of path for advisory services. And so um, this is, again, going to be something that you now have further education on, and you're going to be able to let your clients know that you, that you're, you know, a certified, basically uh, advisor when it comes to uh, helping that business be um, successful. And then the last item we're going to address is what comes after business success. And so we believe there's a lot of important things that a business and a personal um, individual needs to prepare after they've been successful. And so we're, all this is going to be in our, in our playbook. It's going to be templates. Um, our staff is working uh, with, with um, actively on this. We have what we call a cab a client advisory board, and they've been actively involved in reviewing the information of the playbook. And we're just really excited of helping um, the accounting professional take the next steps. And so uh, that's to come. Um, again, we'll be rolling this out, um, you know, in 2022. And so that's kind of a, a you know, a vitale of what, what, to, what to come um, in our product and in our company. Awesome, and um, I'm sorry. We're look. You, I tried to share the other monitor, and for some reason, when I clicked on it, it, it didn't go over. Uh, Michelle, can you launch the the next poll question about? You uh, betcha. <laughs> Polls. My my, my, uh, my new computer is on its way today, so I'm very <laughs> very excited to to track it. Michelle, down. I I went ahead and launched that. Is that is that okay, is if good. you'd like a copy of the ebook of around client communication, you can answer yes or no there. And again, uh, there's about 10 to 12, you know, questions in there. Um, it also talks about the roadblocks that you might find uh, that you discover when you're um, having those conversations. And so it's a great resource of just information of preparing what a business owner might um, actually tell you. And um, one thing I wanted to add is somebody asked about those videos that I mentioned on YouTube. So I found found one of them, and it was from four years ago, and it's called liquidity. One the the one is liquidity and cash flow, um, analyzing 
and advising clients. And then there's another one in there on the profitability. How about we do this? I will get some of the links for some of those and I will put them in our Facebook group. Um, so those of you that want to watch them. But something else that I want to mention before we're done here is um, in your ProAdvisor portal. So when you go to QBOA and you go into the training it, through QBOA, you go into training. Intuit has created four courses on advisory for you all now with 18 plus hours of training and content for you. So, you know, you can go check my videos out on YouTube from a number of years ago, but there's way more content now that Intuit is providing for us for free. So there's four modules on, on advisory services and, and things like that. And they do cover some of the basic ratios and things. So as a pro advisor, you can access that free through QBOA pro advisor training. So I wanted to make you aware of that. I also wanted to make you aware that Rob's resources are amazing. So I hope you guys will sign up for that. Um, and then Rob, you had this special offer to mention. Yes. So um, we have a special offer for everybody that joined us. You can sign up for three months with PATH um, and use the code QBPH, um, stands for QuickBooks Power Hour. And if you'd like a demonstration, we'll walk you through a demonstration. If it fits your needs of a client advisory services, we'll uh, walk you through and onboard you and uh, provide you the information of that. And again, look forward to uh, more information to come regarding um, our uh, playbook that will be coming out in 2022. And, and one I, just launched, I just launched the last poll question. I, I, I guess with Rob sharing, I can actually click on stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just how would you like to, to, to hear more about PATH? And then we can provide that uh, to them so they can reach out based and on your preference. What, one more thing that I wanted to add is I just want to make sure everybody remembers, because I have mentioned this previously, but when I learned about PATH, um, Rob, you know, was sharing PATH with me and talking to me about PATH and all this stuff and, you know, asking for my input, just like he was all these other accounting professionals. Anyway, long story short, I see the potential of what this can do for us in our practice. So I not only am part of their advisory board, but I bought in. So I'm a teeny tiny little, probably less than 1% shareholder. Um, but I believe in it so much that I wanted to be part of it because I think this is an awesome tool for us as accounting professionals. So I hope not only will you check out the ebook, but I hope you'll look at that offer and also plan to attend January 18th. Rob is creating some more fabulous resources for us. We're going to have another great discussion taking this even further. Um, so hopefully you guys can put that on your calendar. I know January is a very busy month, but I also think it will be a valuable hour for you to, to join us for that. Yeah. And one of our tools we're going to be giving away is a client analysis with the data gauge. So when you go through and do that analysis work in that client's QuickBooks file, you're going to see exactly where that uh, QuickBooks uh, file sits. And that's something you're going to be able to share with your clients. So if you come back on that date, that's going to be uh, that's going to be free for all the attendees. Very good. Fantastic. So I think we're coming in for a landing. I think we <laughs> kind of wrapped up everything. Uh, any other uh, you know final thoughts, uh, Michelle? Just that we can continue the conversation in the Facebook group. So if you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, please do. Rob, you all are welcome to join in there um, and share and answer questions just as well. But it seems like people enjoyed this topic today. So I'm very glad. And um, especially this time of year, I'm glad to have you guys joining us. Hope you'll join us again in January. No, and thank you, uh, Michelle and Dan, for 
having us and we look forward to working with each accounting professional as they make that transition and help their businesses be successful with advisory services. Fantastic. And yes. thanks again for joining us today. Remember, no, no webinar next week. Uh, and we'll see you in 2022 uh, with yes. some new, new, new topics. Yeah. So enjoy the holidays, everybody, whether it's Merry Christmas or Happy Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever you celebrate. Enjoy the holidays with your family, friends and loved ones and Happy New Year to everybody. Yes, definitely. Have a great All day. Right. Bye, everyone. We hope you enjoyed listening to the QB Power Hour podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them in our Facebook group. You can find those resources and much more at QBPowerHour.com.